Hello and welcome back to Between the Notes, a Motif Music podcast recorded at the Parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. Today we sit down with local band John Larson and the Silver Fields. We want to thank the Parlor for hosting as well as our other sponsors, R1 Indoor Karting, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island. We'll get started today by enjoying a performance from our guests before we sit down with them to discuss their experiences with the local music scene. So sit back, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, we're John Larson the Silverfields. Glad you're tuning in. Here's a song called Genie. Charming. 
right, this next song comes off of our new record. It's called Logical Conclusion. It goes like this.
All right, that was Mark Grimm on the keyboards there. Dave Richardson on lead guitar, John Simpson on bass, Jen McPherson on drum, drums. My name's John Larson. We're going to do a couple more for you. Thanks for tuning in. This, this next one came from our, a couple records ago. It's called Celebrity Sighting. Two more songs for you. Once again, with John Larson and the Silverfields. Thanks to The Parlor for having us and Motif Magazine for putting this on. This is a song here is called Because of a Girl. Because of a girl.
We're going to do one more song. It's called Ramona Ramon. Thanks so much for, for, for listening in. Yeah. 
right, thanks so much. Thanks again for joining us for the Between the Notes podcast presented by Motif Magazine. We want to give a shout out to, of course, the parlor for hosting. And we also want to shout out the sponsors, which is R1 Indoor Carding, Graysale Brewing, and Trinity Beer Garden. And of course, we want to thanks again to John Larson in the Silver Fields for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Why don't you just go around and introduce the band? Sure. My name's John Larson. Uh, Jen McPherson, I'm the drummer. John Simpson, bass player. <laughs> David Richardson, guitars. Mark Grimm, keyboards. Nice. All right, thanks you guys again for your performance today. I like the sound. Oh, right on. <laughs> mic check, mic check. Um, well, I just wanted to say I really dig this sound. I saw you guys had a show at Nickonies, right, the other yeah, night? Yeah, just uh, Saturday, Friday night. Mm -hmm. yep, just passed. And um, I saw you had some people on stage that weren't here for the performance today. Yes, we had our, our friends, the Half-Baked Horns, who come up and join us every once and again to add some... Uh, some horns and some special flavor to the songs. Yeah, we don't have that much room here yeah, on yeah, the stage. Yeah, just the part better they didn't come tonight anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's cool that you guys have like that element, especially at Nicanese. I, I bet that's it amps up the party vibe for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was a great night. Mm -hmm. Do you um, have any other shows coming up that you might want to shout out? Sure, our next show is um, a place that a lot of people aren't aware of for, for local music. And we're, we're sort of the house band there, actually. It's Patrick's Pub over on Smith Street. Oh, okay. Um, it's not really known for for its rock music. They have more Irish traditional music, but they let us come in like once a month and just do our thing. And you know, we're pretty much a 99% original music. And they it's it's harder these days to find places that let you do that. Mm -hmm. So we we really uh, want to give out a shout out to Patrick and everyone at Patrick's Pub for letting us be ourselves and play our music and not giving us any hassle about it. Right on, a Providence institution, yeah, exactly. for sure. Yeah, that's great. I did not know that they do live music. That's yeah, something. One of the few that play there, but. Um, yeah, you gotta be in. Yeah, yeah. I so. <laughs> um, And so other than that, you know, what else have you guys been up to this year? Like is anything significant? Like you've been in recording or writing or? Sure, I, want, I don't want to hog the mic, but I'll just say we just, put a new record out in August. Mm -hmm. We had our, our CD release party at Askew, which was also another great venue, another great night. And um, yeah, it's doing really well. But I'll let, let these guys talk about the album bit. It just came out in, in uh, August. Uh, so I'll take over, I guess. So uh, we, we've actually done, over the course of uh, COVID, three albums did we put out? Two albums over COVID. Over COVID. One, one like two years earlier. Not. It was interesting recording <laughs> over during COVID, but yeah, with this last album that we've just released called Mile a Minute, um, and it's pretty, you know, upbeat, I would say kind of power pop. Mm -hmm. um, again, all originals. Um, uh, the drumming is great, <laughs> that's what I'll say. <laughs> you have anything to say about the recording? Let me. I've got a little thing I've worked up here. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, the uh, the album is uh, is fun and check it out. And I just want to mention that our uh, songwriter is the very modest John Larson. This is not. We don't collaborate on songs. We don't all come up with a part. John basically brings him to the band, fully written, fully written out. And they're always amazing. And uh, this uh, latest record is full of them. So check it out. Mm. Anything else? Nothing else, right? You guys. It's just like you I can't even. <laughs> He's like Buddy Rich. 
Providence's own. <laughs> yeah, I just I just want to add that uh, I'm I'm the newest guy here, so mm -hmm. uh, and I was grateful to be on this this uh, this new CD, uh, which is wonderful. Again, all the uh, all the songs have are catchy. They're they're just great songs to listen to. Great songs to grab you, and uh, I am really honored to be on this and part of that album. So your the keyboards really add an element of depth, not to make your head bigger than it already is, but you're, you're, it's good that you're yeah. here. Adds to that like power pop yeah. kind of. Yeah, I would agree with that. And we've been looking for a keyboard player for a long time, and they're, they're hard to find. Mm. Drummers Almost. and keyboard players are the, the hardest. I was going to say, you better hold on to her. And that's right. We, yeah, we, <laughs> hold, we hold Jen near and dear to our hearts. The only thing I wanted to add, too, with what John said, I'm you know, thankful for the nice words, but I don't necessarily think I come in with everyone's parts already there. I come in with the, the, the genesis of it, and that's why I like playing with these guys, because they actually bring their own individual parts and styles mm -hmm. and take the songs over the top. So I want to give them credit as well. It's just not, it's not my only, I'm not the only one that's uh, bringing That kind forward. of rolls into my next, <laughs> my yeah, next question was going to be like, how has the sound of the band evolved since like the, over the course of your albums and the recording? Well, I think at their heart, we're always going to be a power pop. I think we're actually more of a rock band than anything. We're, mm -hmm. we're a rock band at, at our core. But I definitely love short, quick songs with catchy melodies. So in that, in that sense, the, we're a power pop band, which is not a term a lot of bands around here are. But um, I, I go out of my way to make things super catchy if I can. Um, like I said, and these guys have similar sensibilities, at least for mm -hmm. the stuff that I bring to them. And they just take it over the top, and they all bring their little catchy bits that, that you know, yeah, make them shine. It, brings, it elevates it a little bit above like that like rock classic rock and then you have kind of pop rock and then you have yeah and i think that some of the songs you did i know the first song you did specifically had very danceableness to it oh. for sure yes. and that's why i said nick and knees and with the horns i'm sure it is very much like that yeah. kind of crowd for sure yeah we're not a horn band and that matter of fact th th that was only the second gig they did with us the cool. horns so it's kind of a new fun element i don't think i would ever want to become like a traditional <laughs> horn band but it's it's nice to break up the the sound when they come mm -hmm. up and do five or six songs with us and th the crowd digs it. it it adds an extra punch to the songs um, so yeah uh, to me as long as this the catchy people are dancing that's what we, that's what we want to do at the end of the day yes absolutely you're, you're, a master, you're a master of hooks the hook you are yeah yeah it's not easy honestly it really yeah I mean having that element into your songs is like it really it catches, it gets people's attention and the fans, you know, and that really keeps you guys going if you have yeah. fans, you know. I think because that's the kind of stuff I like to listen to myself, so that's mm -hmm. I'm really um, um, influenced by a lot of catchy type stuff, especially <laughs> the new wave of the uh, late 70s and 80s and Elvis Costello, Grand mm -hmm. Parker, all that kind of British Yeah, I think I can stuff. hear that influence yeah. for sure. Um, when did you guys start the band? Well, well <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story, but Dave and I Do have been. We got time. <laughs> so, Dave and I have been playing together the longest. We were in a Providence band called the Marlows that were around for quite a long time. Um, has had some you know, local success and toured around actually quite a bit. And that broke up for a while when I started to get back into things, and Dave and I reconnected. Had some other players for a while, mm -hmm. and then just through. Uh, great set of circumstances. Um, John and Jen became available. They were in another band called the... Um, Deep Compressors. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> let them fill in the blanks for the rest. Uh, you're right. So, thank you. Um, so, John and I were in a band called the Death Pet Confessions, which started about 
2011. Um, and I mean, it's just, I think that the, the scene in Rhode Island is tight. The music scene is tight. It's like one degree of separation. So, you know, John and I were playing in a band together um, and we met this guy named Bill Jetty, who was a guitar player who happened to be in the Marlowe's who I had never heard right, of right before, and Dave, weren't you in that band as well? <laughs> so it's just kind of like, it's it's hard not to either play with other musicians in the Rhode Island music scene, mm -hmm. or at least know somebody that has. I mean, it's everybody mm -hmm. knows everybody in the scene, so it's it's kind of nice. And Mark, you too, right? You were you've been. Why don't you take that? Off? Yeah, no, I. I <laughs> Well, no, I do have a I've, I've been playing in the Rhode Island music scene for a, a very long time. I've in and out of various things, starting way back in the 70s with the Schemers. And and that, you know, then I got married and that ended, for me at least. It, they went on. Um, but since then, I got, uh, I was very fortunate back in about, I think it was like 2015, 17, 18, I don't know. There was a series of concerts that were being put on for hurricane uh, benefit relief, mm. uh, a series of uh, concerts to raise money for Mark Cutler when he uh, had his 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 issues. And um, John was playing in those bands, and we connected at that time. And it was it was interesting because I was playing with yet another band at that time. And uh, John, John was very uh, old school. He was reluctant to say, you know, uh, I, I feel like I'm stealing players from somebody else. And when that band stopped doing it, I, I got uh, I got a call, and I was very happy to hear it because I had always uh, admired and seen the, you know John Larson and Silverfields, and really really enjoyed the the music. And it was it was a great opportunity for me. So, yeah, I like to think of it as like cross pollination yes. more yeah. than stealing players from other bands, you know, and it's it's sort of like, you know, like you're saying one degree of separation is very common, especially here at the parlor, like it's all family, you know, that's kind of like the vibe of it anyway. And I think that's what makes the music scene so vibrant here. And we're very lucky for it. And yes, some people do take advantage. <laughs> and it is a it is a wonderful, uh, cohesive uh, music family, I call it here. Yeah, uh, many, many players who have you know they they graciously bring other people in we fill in for other people mm -hmm. when they're you know they're out or, or or whatever and it's it's just a a very very excellent music scene yeah and you know i think um there's a lot of support especially motif magazine like i think what they do and what we're doing here with the podcast and stuff it does help um people who maybe aren't in the scene really make the connections bridging the gaps of like how do these bands all know each other anyway you know getting sort of this kind of backstory is really interesting and also helpful because you start to realize oh okay yeah then there's like this like tree and all the different branches that come off and then we wind up here with you know John Larson and the Silverfields <laughs> So it's good to have you guys on. And um, normally, like, I like to ask people questions about their musical background, too. You guys have all seen established artists playing in different bands throughout the community. And I think it um, just really goes to show how much work each of you have put in. And then to have that all come together, it's kind of like a little super group, right? Like you're saying, you different parts of different bands and kind of all comes together. I mean, that is what we call an all-star band, you know? <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah, no, yeah, and we do, and we do have a, like, a legacy here in Rhode Island, of course, of, like, 
that kind of all-star conglomeration band. But I want to say, really, the the star in standout would be having her on drums. Um, like you said, it is really hard to find drummers. Never mind female drummers. And I work with a lot of female musicians and artists. And there's always like, does anybody know a female drummer? And I'm going to think, oh, yeah, yeah John Larson. It's, kinda, the it's kind of funny because we actually have a song called Girl in the Band. <laughs> and I, I love that. And the whole concept concept what this was predates Jen by years it's a premonition <laughs> yes so the whole concept was though at the time we were four piece mm -hmm. and just a bunch of old ugly guys basically so the whole the point was if we only had a girl in the band we could take this to the next level wow. she yep. that was it was being ironic and whatever mm -hmm. but then lo and behold we actually have a girl in the band so now when we do that song it doesn't have as much irony to it it's actually more of a reality but uh yeah I have to say every time we play Jen is usually the one that gets the most compliments. Because like, she, she drives us. She, she's, I play with a lot of drummers in my day, and she brings more energy than any of them. So uh, we're, we're grateful we have her, and she, you know, she does a great job. Yeah, shout out. Rock on. Yeah. Definitely, like, what I'm trying to do with um, the podcast, too, is make sure that we highlight the standout stars in the Providence scene. Um, so, like, shout out to Jen, of course. And I would say, you know, the parlor, we do really try hard here to, like, have diversity in the musicians that perform. And I think you guys definitely are bringing that, too. So appreciate you guys having us on the podcast. Um, is there anything else you want to say to the people watching at home? Who no, just, uh, you know, thanks for supporting us, those that do. Can we, do, we have a good group of regulars that come see us quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So just want to say thanks to them for always uh, supporting us and coming out. And keep coming. And every time we play, we, it seems like we gain a few more folks that like us. So that's, that's the goal, right, to get yes. more fans. And, um, and we just love to play. We, we all get along well. You know, it's not, we don't take it overly serious. It's not, you know, we're, you know, we're not trying to get signed anymore and all that kind of stuff. It's just... We just love to do it. It's in our veins, and uh, you know we're just it gonna shows. keep yeah. doing it till we can anymore. So um, yeah, just just thanks. I don't know if you guys want to say anything else to wrap Shout up. Out. No, no, I will say make sure you're following them. Yeah, follow them on Facebook, John Larson and the Silverfields. And if you're not already following the Parlor on Instagram, follow us at Parlor Providence so you can stay up to date with the podcast happenings. Um, for Motif. And again, just shout out to the sponsors, of course, The Parlor, uh, R1 Indoor Carding, Graysale Brewing, and Trinity Beer Garden for having the Between the Notes podcast. And thank you guys for watching. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Take care. This has been Motif's Between the Notes. We would like to take a moment to once more thank the sponsors for this episode, The Parlor, R1 Indoor Carding, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Grace Ale Brewing of Rhode Island. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>